It's almost Christmas time! (laughs) Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. Yes, I know. Thanksgiving just happened. We're now in Christmas season. Yes! So that, I guess, brings up the question of how to be safe when doing your regular holiday activities, like Christmas shopping. All right, before we get to that, though, it's the ad. It's time for the ad. And uh, this time, I was looking back in some of our older, like, podcasts and stuff like that, and I noticed Kylie's done, like, impressions of other people. She's done accents and all these types of things. Today, she's going to do an impression of Jada. I think you need to do the ad an impression of Jada. The sponsors of today's... Uh, the sponsors. <laughs> okay. Let's try this... Okay. The sponsor of today's podcast is Faith and Family. No, no. Oh, words not coming out mouth as should. (laughs) So was that all the impressions or just that one line? (laughs) All the impressions. Anyway, the sponsor of today's podcast is faithandfreedomclothing.com. So, guys, if you didn't get that, that was something from we did for our martial arts school uh, a good while back. That was on our blooper reel from 2020. And I think Kylie wanted to do that entire thing just so she could do that one line. And now it's time for the news portion of your podcast with your host. Okay. The story comes to us from Queensland. Um, a man charged with abducting a seven-year-old girl from a Queensland shopping center is a 26-year-old father of twin girls. Police allege the 26-year-old lured the girl away from her mother while they were Christmas shopping in a Kmart store at the Westland North Lakes Shopping Center on Saturday. The girl is understood to have been wandering the aisles of the toy section trying to choose what she wanted for Christmas when the man approached her. Police allege... He loaded the girl into his car and took her to a secluded bushland. After more than an hour, the girl was returned to the shopping center. Detectives arrested the man last night after reviewing security footage. So, lured away from her mom while looking for what she wanted for Christmas. Way to depress us, Jada. I told you, I can't find ones that end well because I just couldn't find any that ended well. (laughs) No, I know. That is a, uh, it's a rough... I guess the only thing. good part of that is that she was returned afterwards. Yeah. Alive. And that's honestly statistically not the case, though. In most situations. Yeah. Well, statistically. In that specific situation, it was 100% of the time she was returned because of the yeah. <laughs> Right. But, I mean, if people. Yeah. If people are counting on the fact of whether you come back or not, like. It's like seventy five percent of the time they don't come back. Is that right, or is it more than that? I think it's more now. I can't remember. It's at least eighty percent of the time now. Okay, I could I could not remember. It's been a little while since I was reading those statistics. So, uh, which that that changes depending on how long the child has been gone. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm talking about just anybody though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if somebody goes missing and somebody has been taken, whether they take them away for something like rape or something like that or whatever. Um, Statistically speaking, you don't, they don't take you away and then just bring you right back. Uh, 
Anyway, yeah, now with all that depressing start to the podcast, we are going to be talking about uh, just kind of being safe and stuff as we are out and around. Christmas and shopping. Christmas shopping, yes. After Black Friday, it's just, it gets, the shopping gets a little uh, more crowded, more crowded, more crowded as you're moving to Christmas. And unfortunately, during this season, be it like type of property crimes and personal crimes, everything is on the rise this season. So our goal with this podcast is give you some tips so you can stay safe. Specifically while shopping? Yeah, more specifically while shopping. We've already done, if you're interested in more home defense, we've already done a two-part podcast on that. Uh, So if you want to make your home harder to break into, know more about what's going on around your house and everything else, go back and listen to those two podcasts. That should help you out there. So safety while shopping. Um... I guess one of the uh, a good I guess a good way to start would be to talk about some of the common mistakes people make, especially whenever the shopping centers get more crowded and it gets closer to the time when they're last minute shopping for things for get-togethers. Yep. Um, anything along those lines. So the first mistake people make is just being in that rush because when you are in the mindset of being in a rush you get tunnel vision yeah so i'm not gonna lie i am a horrible horrible procrastinator um usually december 20th through the 24th (laughs) is like my prime shopping season for christmas (laughs) this is a mistake i'm not you know i'm not gonna pretend it's not this is a mistake it's something that i need to fix but it is something that happens with a lot of people um, my problem is I wait until that time, and then we go around, and then I say, all oh, these people, I need to leave. My problem is I didn't know that I'm expected to get this person something, and then I hear that they're giving me something, and I'm like, well, <laughs> crap. <laughs> I didn't know you liked me that much. Uh, <laughs> so either way, you find yourself in that huge crowd of people. Um, yeah, like Jada said, one of the first things, people get tunnel vision. They get paying attention to what they, they are doing and not really paying attention to what's going on around them. So when you're out shopping, just generally be aware of your surroundings. What does generally being aware of your surroundings mean? Looking around. (laughs) Know where all the exits are. Um, Well, knowing where your nearest exits are, specifically. Like, I don't have to walk into a building and then, like, hang on, let me get out my paper so I can make a blueprint. Uh, (laughs) Wait, that's not how you normally do when you go into somewhere? Yep, I bring my easel and my. <laughs> 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 no, but you, you want to, yeah, you want to know where your nearest exits are. Uh, just kind of be aware as you're walking around. You know also the basics of who's around you. Who's exactly? That's what I was about to say. Make sure you you pay attention to the people that are around you, and if you happen to notice the same like one person constantly being around you, no matter where you are in the store, and or they're the probably following you. Their shopping you. list doesn't look exactly like yours, so. Yep, and yeah. they're probably following you. Yeah. You know just a little bit about that, right? Yep. <laughs> Me and Gentry being followed while integrated combatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've discussed that a couple times in the podcast. Yes. We won't bring that back up no. again, but that's just kind of, you know, it's kind of an odd situation. Well, it's not often that the person following you is being followed, so. <laughs> just true. Yeah. <clears throat> So paying attention to what's going on around you is always the first step. The second step is walking with confidence. It's really easy to get your head in that rut 
when you're holiday shopping and if you're like me you get overwhelmed fairly easily when people are around you are going crazy and people around you are in a rush like I can usually slow myself down to where just like okay what's the worst that can happen I don't speed walk and it takes me one minute longer to get out of here um it's not going to be the end of the world if you're just a little bit late because you took a second to catch yourself and, yeah. and not be in that super big rushed mindset. My problem is when everyone around me is rushed and acting crazy, I can get a little overwhelmed there. Yeah. And that's when I have to remind myself, okay, stand up straight, block it out, and be confident. Because confidence and awareness are the two major deterrents for bad guys. <laughs> Walk around like you're holding a clipboard. Yep. I mean, studies show that it has nothing to do with race, gender, size, anything when it comes to criminals picking a, you know, a, a possible target. It all comes down to the Unless, awareness. of course, it is a genuine, like, hate crime. Yeah, or okay. If they're looking for someone to um, sexually assault, they would go for their preference. Yes, but when but it just still comes to for... general criminal behavior, yeah. those are not really the categories people look for. Yep. Well, even even in that, okay, if you're looking for a victim, and it might be you're looking for a particular demographic, mm-hmm. then you're going to look within that demographic for the people that would be victims. Yep. So, you know, that's that's basically what you're looking for in that situation. Um, you're talking about rapists, okay? So this male rapist is looking for a female. Obviously, he's not going to be like, well, I'm going to settle. Uh, no, not like that. Um, male rapist will usually look for a female who is who meets these other criteria of not paying attention to what's going on around them, walking like they're not confident in themselves and are not carrying themselves in such a way. So that's the thing we got to put forward. You need to carry yourself in such a way that somebody's going to look and go like, no, nope, I think that person's going to fight back. So those are the first two things that you really need to think about. And that brings us to thing number three, which would be trusting your gut. Yeah. Because your subconscious mind can clue you into a lot of things that your conscious mind <laughs> does not. So if you are making the effort to pay attention um, and walk confidently and you're carrying yourself that way, or even if you just have the paying attention aspect, you might get a bad feeling about somebody. Odds are you're going to miss it if you're not paying attention. Very true. But when you are paying attention and you get that bad feeling or someone is making you feel uncomfortable, trusting your gut is really important. Now that's not to say that you just have to turn around and be like, why are you following me? Or dude, Look somewhere else. <laughs> you don't have to be that way. But just the first couple things would be trying to avoid that person. Or if you can't avoid them because they are following you, maintaining distance. And if that doesn't stop it, then sometimes you have to turn around and address them. Yeah. Not turn around and just immediately spit fire, but turning around and being like, hey, can I help you with something? Because seeing you a lot. Do you have a question? Do I look familiar? What's going on? (laughs) And you can do that to where you are confronting them, but in a way that doesn't make you look bad to the people walking around you and everything. Yeah, yeah. You you don't want to jump to conclusions a lot of times within reason. 
Okay. We, we want to, you want to be aware you don't want to ignore something like that. But you, if you're going to address somebody like that, you want to kind of start out with the calm addressing. And then if it kind of moves forward, then, you know, escalate, I guess. Mm-hmm. How you sound should depend on how the person you are confronting is reacting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speak confidently even in that situation. You know, it can help you. Do you need something? Something like that? Don't go, um, can, I, can, I, can, I help, can I help you with something? Because, I mean, that automatically right there is telling that person that um, you are probably weak and not going to put up a tremendous fight. If you turn around and look at them and just go like, hey, do you need something? Okay. And be mindful of what their body is doing while their mouth is talking. Because they might be saying one thing and doing completely different things. Like, oh, no, I was, I just, I was needing some of these things and blah, blah, blah. All the while, their feet are moving a little bit closer to you and a little bit closer. And um, basically continuing to invade your space while they're trying to defend themselves. Because your actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so pay less attention to what their mouth is saying to you and more attention to what their body is saying to you. So trusting your gut, uh, I guess that brings us to thing number four. Now I guess thing number four goes kind of back to the tunnel vision thing that we were talking about because you might have something very specific in your mind of what you need to get uh, and things run low in the holiday season. And especially when it comes to Black Friday shopping, when people are acting kind of crazy, you see fist fights in Walmart. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna yeah, she specifically said that because before they started doing a lot of the um, like a lot of the rules that they do now to kind of like stop people from doing that, when they just had pallets of things, they would rip the plastic off and move and let people just grab. one time when my wife and I were engaged, I went Black Friday shopping. And it's one of the very few times in my entire life that I went Black Friday shopping. But I went specifically to go buy this, I don't remember, something that she wanted. And I was walking through Walmart. I had no interest in buying a TV that day. Uh, there was a huge crowd around this pallet of TVs. And at that certain time... The guy cut the plastic and moved, and everybody, I just saw everybody just swarm onto that pallet of TVs and grabbing the TVs off and everything. Now, me, I was a, a very young man at the time. I'm, I'm watching what's going on, and I'm just staying back because what I was there to get was close by, but it was not the TVs. And it came down to the last TV, and these this guy went to grab it. Another guy went to grab it at the same time. They ended up in a tussle. They ended up in a fist fight. And while they're fist fighting, somebody else comes through and grabs that very last thing. <laughs> carries on. So while you're fighting over the last thing that you may want, um, somebody else may get it anyway. So, you know, it may not be worth it. Yeah, and there are very few material things worth fighting over anyway. Very true. Um. You might look at it and go, like, I worked really hard for that. And I'll agree, you know. But unless it is going to stop you, we'll put it this way. Will I ever fight for over material objects? Some. Why? Because if they take that one material object, it can ruin me. 
you know, either it's loads of personal information on me that they can then like really make my life, you know, horrible afterwards or not blackmail, just like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, oh, they're going to steal my identity and like ruin my credit and all these other things. Yeah, yeah you made it sound like you had like deep, dark secrets there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't one of the When you listen back, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, but you know, something like that, it could ruin me in that way or it could, or it's going to ruin my livelihood. If it's a material thing that I have, it's like, if I don't have that, then it's going to mess up my ability to make more money. You know what I'm saying? You know, and provide for my family and, you know, everything. Uh, then at that point in time, I might would fight for something like that. But most material possessions, including like my vehicle, you know, if somebody tries to steal my vehicle, if I'm being held at gunpoint and they say, give me your keys, yeah, I'm probably going to give them my keys unless somebody else is in the vehicle that I need to, you know, fight over. But, you know. But yeah, but what... The whole point of this is be careful on what you're about to fight about because everybody is stressed during the holiday season, mm-hmm. except for your Hallmark people. Um, they're just kind of living the living the life, drinking their cocoa, and then wearing their red sweaters and white pants. And watching the um, same movie with different people in different settings. Yes, that. Um, they're the one, you'll, you'll know them by a couple tailed Hallmarks. They'll have a, a reindeer nose and antlers on their car. Probably. Um, <laughs> If that's you, we're, we're some, some kind of sorry. 100% likely to be wearing uh, Jingle Bell earrings. Uh, <laughs> anyway, those people, they're, they're probably fine. You know, they're not super stressed. Uh, they might want to speak to your manager, but other than that... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm done now. <laughs> but most people are a good bit stressed during the holiday season. Um, for one reason or another, and they might be mad whenever they've been waiting on a parking spot and you accidentally take it, you know? Yeah. So when other people are mad, you've just got to be really careful to have a level head. Um, and remember what's worth fighting about. Parking spots, not worth fighting about. Someone almost running into your child, that's, that's a, that's a different story. That happens sometimes, especially when people are driving crazy because of the holidays um, or just because it's North Carolina. Uh, But keep in mind on things that are actually worth fighting about. Right. Um, And remember when things are accidents. Yeah. Like, everybody makes mistakes, so don't be so quick to jump on an opportunity to take out your frustration on someone else. Because odds are they're not doing so great right now either, so... It's that time of year, you know, it's, a, it's the, the happiest time of year. It's also the most stressful time of the year. Like, it's happy whenever you're sitting at home looking at your Christmas tree and, like, pretty lights and everything. And you're like, ah, oh, this is so nice. And then you get into, like, the craziness of everywhere else in the world. And, uh, yeah, it just, Or then you remember, like, oh, holy crap, you know, we've got this many presents to buy. I've got, um, uh, now I have credit card debt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Those are things that you just need to remember that maybe other people is not the place to take out your frustration. Maybe you should ask for a punching bag for Christmas or kickboxing lessons. Anyway. Oh, yeah. We provide those, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's crazy. How convenient. I know. Self-defense seminar. 
Come yeah. learn to shoot guns. It's always I know, fun to make. I know. I always feel better about the stress in my life when I get to punch somebody in the face. So yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, shameless plug. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Self promotion. Uh, yay. <laughs> anyway, mom so, will be proud. <laughs> we just want to share the love, of punching things. Yep. That's tips one through four. Yes. <laughs> Number five. Parents in the holiday season. I am going to say this to everyone who shops at Walmart with their children. Or Kmart, where this story came from. Or anywhere. If you Honestly, go I've seen it shopping, at Target. I've seen it at the mall. I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Okay? So, if you shop anywhere, except for online stores, I don't know how dangerous that is. But um, That's just dangerous for your personal credit card information. Yep. Um... If you go places with your kids, and if you have children, I'm sure every parent goes places with their kids. Please keep track of your children. Please. Don't send six-year-old little Debbie to go put away the buggy for you. Don't do that. Don't. I don't, I don't care what your excuse is. I don't care if your grandma's mad at you and calling you on your phone. Take the buggy. And Debbie with you. <laughs> Hold little Debbie's hand. <laughs> little Debbie. Um, Can anyone tell that this is a pet peeve of Jada's? I should not have to notice that you have sent your child to put away the buggy on their own and sit there and wait to leave until I have watched and made sure your child gets back to you safely. I am that person. I am. I am ready to tackle the person who tries to kidnap your child because you're not. And there aren't a lot of me out there. That's true. So... Maybe I, just, like, don't do that. <laughs> so let me just address a little bit. Um, I understand a lot of times we think that all that kind of stuff doesn't happen where we live. Uh, it does, unfortunately. Um, you know, we live in a small area. We've talked about it before. We live in a small area. There was eight teenagers missing at one point in time. I, have, I still have people look at me and say, oh, it's just this place, you know, the hometown we live in. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. People were abducted from here, 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 and here. And that's within a mile of where you're talking about. Yeah. Well, of those eight people that were gone, five of which were confirmed um, abductions of some type. And that was within like one, two-week period of time here just this past summer. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 kind of, we got to think about stuff like this. Um, if you think it can't happen where you are, you are wrong. Uh, it can, and it does. And I, I hate it. I really do. I wish that we lived in a utopia and that nothing like that kind of goes wrong and goes on, but it's just it's just not the case. So we want to think about these things and want to be safe and, and want to be smart about it and just be honest. And if your kid is just like, well, why won't you let me do this thing by myself? Talk to them about this. Yeah, the goal is not really to put fear in them, but also give them that healthy respect and understanding that there are some people out in the world that's not all that nice. So yeah, there are bad guys in the in the in the world. So you were brought up in this kind of way. Obviously, this mm -hmm. is what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. Do you have you like spent your entire life walking around in fear and just like every time we're in Walmart or the mall or whatever, do you walk around going like, "There's just a predator out there looking to snatch me at any moment." No. Okay. <laughs> and that's what, so, that's what so many parents are afraid that they're going to give their kid a complex 
Uh, but in reality... No, it's just good information, and they need to know about it. Yeah. yeah. This so, coming from a kid, 14-year-old. So, so far, with the keep track of your kids, we've just covered not letting them return the buggy. There are a lot of things about <laughs> keeping track of your children, um, not just in the holiday season, but every time you go shopping, but also especially in the holiday season because people are crazy. Yeah. Um, when you are anywhere with your kid, do not let them get out of your sight. Yeah. Now, I understand if you have, like, an older teen's kid. Then they get, like, then you have certain things where, okay, they can look for certain things on their own. But these parents that send their 11-year-olds and 12-year-olds, like, to go and find things in aisles on their own, that's still not a good idea. No. I don't care how mature your 12-year-old is. I don't care if you've given them a cell phone. Odds are they're not going to have time to get to it if someone yeah. decides to go for it. And you can't prepare them for absolutely every situation, but what you can do is keep them in your eyesight. One way of doing that, and I speak from my own personal experience on um, like the way I was raised, is when I was in the store with my mom, every single one of her kids had to have one hand on the buggy at all times. It kept us from wandering off. We knew that that was the expectation, and that was just the way things were. Uh, and it is okay to do that. We did that. Like I still will notice that when I'm walking through the store, I have a hand on the buggy, even when I'm there with my husband, just because it's muscle memory now. And that's, Now your husband wants to make sure you're, they're within his reach at yeah, all times. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not saying that I need to still have my hand on obviously but uh it just it, it gets ingrained as a habit and if you're there well as an adult kids, if you're there and you have your hand on the buggy then that's that's honestly an uh, a weapon that you can use at any is, moment if you, know, you need to it's still it goes from just being a way for your like parents to keep track of you into like improvised weapon situations and when we had gentry <laughs> on the podcast was talking about like her the one son like spun that buggy around and was using that in a store as a barrier between somebody Yep. Uh, so having them keep a hand on the buggy is a really good way of keeping track of your kids in the store and just making sure they know that that is their expectation is to keep a hand on the buggy so that you can keep track of them at all times. Um, and then you know that they have a point of contact that is keeping them with you. Um, then if someone tries to lure them away, you can't really do that. If, like They can't do that if they keep their hand on the buggy. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, no, I can't do that. My mom says to keep my hand on the buggy. Mm. I have to have a hand on the buggy. Like, that is their ingrained response. They're not being taken away from the buggy. If someone tries to pick them up and snatch them, they can hold on to the buggy and create a scene. Because I've, you know, buggies are loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Sometimes the squeaking ones are a blessing and a curse. <laughs> They get on your nerves, but they can also attract a lot of attention. If yes. You yeah. Sling it around a lot. Of course, if you uh, sling any buggy around, you're going to probably attract a lot of attention. Yeah. And nothing now. Our imaginations are getting away with us. But have your child keep their hands on the buggy. My mom had five kids that she had to go grocery shopping with because, you know, when... It, Bless your mother. Yeah. <laughs> she had five kids, and none of us are more than three years apart. So she had lots of small kids at one time. Um, I was seven, six when my, yeah, six when my youngest brother was born, and my older brother was eight. So kids between zero and eight 
all had to be kept track of at a grocery store at one time because my dad was working insanely long hours. Because he, because um, he um, had a lot of mouths to feed. Uh, yeah. Um, and obviously my mom can't get a job at that point because <laughs> there's too much to do. Because it costs um, more in childcare than it would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to make up for that and to keep track of that, all of us had to have a hand on the buggy. And you'll talk to people that she knew that had gone grocery shopping with her. Like, I've had them say in the past, like, I remember going grocery shopping with your mom. And all y'all's hands were on that buggy. Like, no matter what. I'm like, wow, that was really noticeable to other people, too. <laughs> but I've seen lots of people have lots of different methods of keeping track of their kids in the stores. And I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not a fan of the buddy system. I no. am not. I just the- put Kylie on a leash and just kind of, like, dragged her. No, I didn't really do that. No, it, it was <laughs> No, that, I that used happened. to think I used to think the toddler leashes were obnoxious. I'm like, we're here going. Why would you put your child on a leash? Um, but now I get it. I get it because you know then they're tethered to you in mm-hmm. some way. Uh, I get it now. I do. And then you don't have to deal with them screaming in the buggy. They can walk around a little bit too, and then get really tired and then fall asleep in the buggy because uh, <laughs> little legs. Uh, <laughs> and little energy. But I'm not a fan of the buddy system because I've seen I've seen this family with a ton of kids at Walmart and look they were each kid had one other kid that they were holding hands with. But those kids went everywhere. Yeah. Like they would be way off in this side of the store when you see the mom with a couple of the other sets of buddies in one aisle, a good bit away from Walmart. Like there is no way she can see them from there anything like that so all that means is that someone can walk up and snatch two kids um they're small enough that's true it's just the way it works or lure away two kids and before you think that somebody is not going to try to lure away more than one child like that we actually had a situation in our state where a guy tried to lure away four kids from three different families all at one time now he was caught thank god but People do try to lure away multiple kids all at one time. Yeah. So, keeping track of your kids. Just keeping track of them. And I guess we could say point number six might be giving your kid, like making sure your kids know your personal information Mm. so that they can help keep track of themselves. And if they do get separated from you one way or another, uh, that they can find you somehow. Because speaking as an ADD child and adult, um, it's really easy to get distracted and walk off. <laughs> I'm understanding this. Yeah, because <laughs> I'll just be walking through the store, and it's not like an ooh, shiny thing. It's just a, what did that say? And I'll just go to read something, and then my husband will keep walking. He'll be like, where did you go? <laughs> Sometimes it's that. Sometimes it is a ooh, shiny. <laughs> Ooh, shiny. Look at that. Look at that new knife. Feeling <laughs> 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 convicted there. A little bit. Um, but, yeah, like, distractions happen. Okay? And some people are less, less prone to that than others, but especially children, they can sometimes get distracted. And even if you do have the keep your hands on the buggy rule, there might be a, Mom, can we have this? And then in that moment, you get distracted, and both hands come off the buggy to touch the thing, you know. Um, Meanwhile, mom is still walking forward with the buggy. Things like that. 
Yeah. But if your child gets separated from you, they need to know a couple things. They need to know your name first and last. They need to know your phone number. And, then, and like my parents in the car would review with us before we went anywhere. Like while we were in the car, we knew we were reviewing our address, mom's phone number, dad's phone number, our home phone number, uh, our own names, uh, like just all of those different things. We also had to remember an emergency contact number just in case we got separated from them because something was wrong. Yeah. Um, like we we were forced to know those things. We had to we had to remember our uh, we had to remember the emergency phone number, things like that. So we were made to review all of those things, and that is an awesome idea of something to do with your kid. Now, when I was younger, I was just like, "Ugh, I know it. Can we please move <laughs> on?" But now I appreciate that my parents did that, and so just. Make sure your kids know important information. Also, make sure they know who to go to if they do get separated from you. Because yeah. there was one point that uh, we were at the beach, and uh, I didn't hear when my mom and dad said, uh, we're going to go out this door. And it was a door from a store leading to outside. And I was really small. Um, we were at an aquarium. And I couldn't see them anymore. I walked around the store for a second, and then like I started to freak out, but I knew to go to the front desk. So me, little me, in tears, having a panic, walked up to the store clerk. I was like, uh, can you find um, my mom and dad? <laughs> and so me here freaking out, but the store manager's like, yeah, we can find your mom and dad. Like, what do they look like? And uh, what are their names? And so I was able to tell them my parents' names and what yeah. they looked like and how many people were with them and describe my siblings. And my parents were like, we, 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 we were just over there. Just over there. But me being small, I couldn't see over the... Yeah. Over the... Um, <clears throat> aisle. Yeah, I couldn't see over the aisles. I couldn't see over the racks of shirts and things like that. So for me, I, I had no idea where they were and I couldn't hear them because it was crowded and loud. So... That was a situation where we didn't have a buggy. <laughs> they yeah. really weren't far away from me. But, you know, when you're little and scared, it can happen. So knowing what to do if you're in that situation. In the end, we found out that it wasn't as dangerous of a situation as it could have been. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more of a fan of having a kid go to a, um employee of a place than to just, like, what you hear... What you hear sometimes and what I've heard, especially when I was growing up, was like, find a mom and kids. Well, you know, let's, let's be honest, and I hate to say it, but abductors have used moms and kids, you know, or a lady either with kids or a lady with kids that are posing to be as hers or whatever. But just I think actually your chances are better if you go to an employee um, of the store that you're in as opposed to going to just some random person walking around. And then they're less likely to fall for, um, if they do get separated from you, someone walking up to them being and being like, oh, where are your parents? You know, yeah. and then letting them be taken that way. Yeah. Um, because kids are like, oh, if they're asking where my parents are, then they must be a good guy. That's not the case yeah. at all. <laughs> um, it's not, like, it can be. But it's not necessarily. So teaching them who to go to 
and who to keep at a distance, that's really important. Making sure you and your child have a set plan on what they are to do if you get separated, that is really, really important. Yep. And so back, come up with a plan. And back to the phone number thing, I had like memorized our address, my dad's phone number, my mom's phone number, to the point where my mom at one point forgot her number and I was like oh yeah such a such such and such all right guys so basically our whole goal with this was to give you just some general safety tips as we're coming up on Christmas here uh and and everything else with all the shopping that's going on and all the craziness that goes on during these times uh, we just want to make sure that people stay as safe as possible so I hope you guys have enjoyed Wait, this hang on. oh um, one last tip Keep track of your kids at family get-togethers, too. Ones with, like, lots of family there. I hate to say it, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I I didn't really think about it until just now, but it's something that does need to be stated. Like, just because they're family doesn't mean they're trustworthy. Um, yep. And, yeah, if you, don't, if you don't know them all that well, and if your child doesn't know them all that well, don't give them an opportunity to be alone with yeah, your child. Yeah, that's true. Um, only people that you absolutely 100% trust should be allowed to be alone with your child. So keep track of them. Don't let them wander off. Very true. Because there are a lot of really tragic stories that start around holidays and family get-togethers. Anyway, don't forget that our sponsor of this podcast is faithandfreedomclothing.com. There they have tons of t-shirts that you can get. All right, guys, put these tips into practice to keep yourself and your kids safe during this holiday season. And we will see you. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.